0: Talking about sports for, like, a political podcast might seem a little strange, but the way that I've been thinking about sports as they kind of, like, intersect with labor and social issues is that basically professional sports, particularly football, uh, American football... (laughs) kind of is right now, like, reflecting all the societal ills that America is going through.
1: For sure. I mean, I, that's one of the things that, like, interested me about, like, writing about sports in the first place, right? Like, I come from the music world, which also obviously, like, intersects with every social and political thing, just because people, all kinds of different people make music. And so they naturally bring, you know, all of their concerns into that. But The thing with sports is it's, like, it's so much bigger than any, like, than anything, really. Bigger than movies, bigger than music, bigger than all... So it's, like, you have so many people wrapped up in this enormous, like, really international system. Like, billions and billions of dollars that are also tied to this. And so you wind up having these very visible case studies of, like, just about every relevant social issue. So, and especially with labor, like, the big thing... I mean, I think a lot of... This is not, like, a revelation. Like, a lot of people think this way, but it's, like, any sports writer who considers themselves, like, progressive, they are perpetually driving home the fact that athletes are workers. Like, all athletes. It doesn't matter how rich or famous or anything that they are, it's like they are the most visible, famous, like, workers, period. And so, like, their struggle is, like, just an amplified – version of everyone's right of every union across the country you know when you think about and it's like it's hard for people to grasp that because like they look at like an NFL player or an NBA player and they're like I'm not like that guy you know he's a millionaire like and Mm -hmm. he's famous and so he must have everything you know but the fact is like especially in the NFL where obviously you're dealing with like massive liability issues because we still don't really have great answers about the long-term impact i mean everything we know is that the long-term effects of playing football are really bad you
0: know so yeah. it's like yeah and honestly that's <laughs> why the salaries are so high and then, it's because it's it's kind of because you can't do anything after. <laughs> oh, for sure.
1: And and the thing is, football players make less than any other professional athlete. And that's what's so fucked up about it. Like, dramatically less than baseball players, than basketball players. Like, wow. we're talking millions and millions of dollars because NFL teams, one, the players are viewed as disposable because they get injured so often. Average career in the NFL is like two and a half, three and a half years, I can't remember exactly right now. But it's like, so it looks like a lot of money. But you're think like, you realize that most players play for one or two seasons, you know, and it's like, that's not that much. And then afterwards, they've been working their whole life to do this one thing. And then it's like, okay, well, then what do you do? And so the union, which has next to no leverage, because like, all NFL team owners are billionaires with like, yeah, you know, all that that entails, like, they're trying to secure some degree of benefits, you know, and Mm -hmm. the NFL just got a new CBA a few months ago, like right before the pandemic really hit actually. And it was like the sort of misinformation campaigns that were spread, you know, Mm -hmm. that sort of, misrepresented what exactly the players were and weren't getting with the contract, which lasts for a really long time. I want to say it's a 10-year contract. I'm not positive, though. So it's like they didn't get that much of an increase, and there was actually a lockout in 2011 based on, like, CBA negotiation. So it's just, like, it's making people understand that, like, you should always be on the athlete's side, you know, and that they're... The better conditions that they have, like, that's something that a lot of people can like take and latch on to like strength of organized labor, you know, like union. It's just like stronger athlete unions are like an equivalent to stronger unions everywhere.
0: Right. And there have been so, there have been, and it's not, not just in football, but there have been so many instances, recent, in recent years of, uh, organized labor intersecting with sports. I'm thinking, uh, Very specifically of um, tennis, Mm -hmm. there is a big um, kind of conversation going on right now about that, about because basically, if you're not in the top like 200 players worldwide, you're actively losing money
1: to be a competitive
0: tennis player. Um, The minor leagues uh, for For baseball. For baseball,
1: Yeah.